Welcome to Best in Cast, a comedy podcast that reviews other podcasts. This is our inaugural episode. I'm Josh, and joined here with Adam. Inaugural. 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 Inaugural? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a podcast about podcasts. Pretty meta, pretty, bro. Pretty clever. Pretty groundbreaking. Pretty earth-shattering. Yeah, we're just, we're, we're going through the sludge of the internet and bringing you you know, reviewing that sludge essentially. Yeah. Everything from hot trash to hidden gems, hidden gems, Ooh, hot trash. To Ooh, hidden we might've just found our tagline right I think there. We did everything from hot trash to hidden gems. Yeah. Write that down. You yeah. That. Well, luckily we do have to record it as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not going to listen to this. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, today we got two, uh, two podcasts we're going to review. The first one up is Ian Strong's podcast, strong words with Ian Strong. Now it is worth note that we were we were lucky enough to to get permission from both of our participating podcasts today. Yes, very cool, very uh, cool. nice of them. So we're gonna go ahead and play you a few clips here and there. Um, I'm not sure, not sure that we'll be able to pull this off in the future. Yeah, I mean we'll reach out like we have now, but yeah. um, hopefully most podcasts will be cool and let us you know clip them. Exposure, you know, yeah, exactly. it's all about exposure. We're like the we're like the agents of the podcast world. Exactly. You know, I, except there are agents in the podcast world. Hacks. We're, we're like the unpaid agents, right? Roaming. We're like the. But bounty we're not hunters. paying either. If they're know? like the, we're fence, just we're selling, like We're like the bounty hunters. We're selling. Street. We're selling exposure. Oh yeah, yeah. And we're it's all, free. And I mean, they're comedy, so they should get what we're doing. They you should. Know, most of what yeah. we're not gonna like review how to like how to kill a person or something like you know the murder stuff. I mean, we might. We might. And we'll probably make fun of it too. So yeah, yeah. But I mean, you're—I'm a nice guy. We're both uh, both nice guys, but I'm probably a little little nicer. Nothing to do with like I'm more moral than you, but just my pathological need to be liked. Yeah. No. And I, you know, on the other hand, don't really care what you think about me. Yeah. Um. But you know, the the flip side of that coin is, yeah, you may be a little nicer, and and not not to say that I'm smarter or anything. But, you know, I, when presented with the opportunity to uh, start a podcast about podcasts with you, your idea, I'll give you that credit. Yeah. You know, I had the the foresight to think, yeah, there's there's a lot of benefit there because we're not doing podcasts that are well known, renowned. We're doing small market podcasts We're we're going to we're going to help you. We're going to help you find those that are worth listening to. And we're going to help them be found. We're trying so, to get you into that like hipster game of podcasts where you can be mad when like the podcast you heard from us like blow up and you know, you're just like, I was listening to them before, blah, blah, For blah. sure. Yeah. You can be ahead of the podcast curve. Um, yeah. So yeah, the first one, what do you think of the title? Strong Words with Ian Strong. Uh, I like it. It's super. Good, yeah. I, I mean. It lends itself to it. It sounds professional. When you, you have know. a last name strong, you have to use it somewhere. If you're not, you're you're fucking up. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has very good production value. Yep. I, it has to be noted early on that he he does look a lot like my middle school bully. I just have have to get that out of the way. Looks like your middle school and bully. Whose name was also Ian? Fuck me up for a second there. Also, like the third member of the Blues Brothers. Yep. Um. Yeah. But yeah, he didn't make sure final edit. What? He didn't make final edit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So I guess we could dive right into it. Yeah. So 
Um, the, the which one we we review is it's uh, episode forty two, Shot Class Diaries. It's about his trip to L.A. to Dodger Stadium. And just to give you guys a little background on the podcast as a whole, not that I listened to any of it other than the episode that that we're reviewing. Yeah. But it's a uh, the theme is is not just uh, the fact that Strong is in the name twice. The theme is stories about places that well, that's, he went and got shot glasses. Is that correct? That's that's this um, series within the podcast. The series within the podcast. Yeah. So this is number thirteen in that series, but number forty-two <clears throat> overall. He had like um, he most recently did. He covered um, a Back to the Future. He had like somebody who was in the writers' room or something in there. Okay. Like, on and talked about that. Okay. And then he does. Ooh, you'll like this. He does. Uh, his most recent episode, he ranks the the films in the Askew uh, universe. If you know what that is, that's the uh, Clerks universe with like all all those cool movies. So he Mall Rats, them. yeah, uh, yeah. What else? What else? Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Jay yep. and Silent Bob Strike Back again. Um, cool, but that's not the episode we're talking about. Nope, we're doing his trip to uh, L.A. L.A. And here's here's the first clip for you. spoiler of all the things that we're going to talk about lydia lost cell phone in and out burger the big lebowski dodger stadium eddie perez alex wood souvenir ball dodger dog pulp fiction the walk of fame pink's bacon hot dog burrito jeffrey ross neil brennan ian strong getting on stage at the comedy store chris d'elia shut up and dance with me and that's it if you really want the context of all the things that i just listened to the episode yeah so uh you probably noticed that uh, our incredible incredible host and producer here, Josh, failed to get the first part of that in there. Uh, this is just like a little teaser that yeah. he was throwing at the start of the episode. Yep. Um, and the intent of which was to kind of give you a little foreshadowing, I think, into the episode. It's, uh, um, you know, so to what, pique the interest. Yeah. Pique intrigue. So what we want to do is we want to go ahead and <clears throat> use that as sort of our rubric yeah. for how we're going to talk about the the episode <clears throat> now i think in the future josh yeah uh, maybe it would be best to have those little preambles uh ahead of mm-hmm. of the of the clip that we're going to play yeah you think that's a good idea probably okay yeah yeah it's good that you're nice no yeah no i mean honestly it's no we're just lucky how nice you are yeah, yeah. the the listing, I like to compare it as you list through the episode. Everything kind of. Have you ever been to a restaurant where everything on the menu looks really, really good, and it's just like, you know, each picture, but then you know the restaurant you're at. You're like, it's not gonna be. Yeah, it's not gonna be like it's not gonna come out. But it might. It might. So the concept it, is like fast food commercials. Exactly. For sure. So <clears throat> that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Or like, should we do a real quick? Actually, I'm. I mean, like Hyundai commercials. Yeah, like it's actually impressive that he could come up with a list like this for like I was trying to do this mentally for like one of my vacations, like Winter Olympics commercials. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> make everything look a lot more grand. Right? They're not just what do they even do in the Winter Olympics? Right? No, I mean the Winter Olympics. They should start with like nickel. All right, you know, with and then, nickel. What do you mean with nickel? Well, <clears throat> no, they should start with bronze. And then go to nickel for second place. And then their third place medal. So the highest 
should be bronze. The highest medal that you can get in, in the, the Winter, Winter Olympics. Olympics. I think it should be bronze. What about like hockey? Okay, hockey's different. Hockey's totally different. They get golds. Hockey gold gets golds. Yeah. So, but it, so but like basically, sledding. So basically, gold medals do exist in the Winter Olympics, but only for sports that deserve to be mm. considered in the same like bracket as the Summer Olympic sports. And I kind of almost just want <clears throat> to just move hockey to the the Summer Olympics, so we can just unilaterally make everything in the Winter Olympics bronze, nickel, and then like a nice wood. There's really nice no reason to have it during the winter. No, I mean, you know, you they're can, inside. It's indoor hockey. Yeah. yeah. They're not playing their annual outdoor games at the Winter Olympics. I mean, half the stuff, you're just sliding down a hill. How hard is that? Yeah. You, you, if, if the world was ending and, like, you were getting a whole bunch of super humans together to, like, reproduce on an island that could, like, maybe someday, like, these humans can survive, you wouldn't choose winter olympic people you would choose all like people can run jump swim you would choose olympians just but like summer ones they wouldn't be and they certainly wouldn't be hockey players either no because when you're trying to repopulate you don't want that kind of like super aggro gene in the gene pool no exactly. no reason for that exactly competitive sure but hockey players and eh. working well, together we get a lot farther i really like that idea though because at the end of the day uh you know, you you do need to take into consideration the economies of of Olympic medals. Yeah, and and if somebody can become anywhere near the same like you know level as Michael Phelps or Bruce Jenner. Yeah, or right. Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! Lock you up, buddy. Shit. Um. All right. So back to the episode. All I'm saying is it's pretty impressive, like how he was able to peak intrigue with that list. Oh, the list. As, yeah, we're back to the list. We're back to the list. And I think the funny thing is he lists Lydia right away, and she is a main feature in this episode where Lydia is a friend of his that, you know, he, he talks about how he convinces her to like baseball and forces her to love baseball. First off, all right, this guy loves baseball so much. Just and, a friend, too. Yeah, okay, no, we're getting to that, Adam. We're getting to the absolute... Um, we can go back to baseball. Surprise. Okay. No, we're we'll getting to, to this. We'll, we'll go there. The surprise <laughs> of the episode. Is when he's just like, yeah, blah, blah, Lydia, blah, 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 Lydia, Lydia. And I'm just like, okay, this dude's friend zoned hard. Like, he's mm -hmm. in love with Lydia and blah, blah, blah. She's the one. He knows it. And then he mentions his wife. Separate entity. Yes. And I was I was astounded. And I'm just like, why would his wife want him, allow him just to go on this trip without, with like a chick? I don't know. It's like, didn't say, they, he never mentioned separate hotel rooms. So... I mean, they, they didn't seem like they were like flush with cash. I think so. I think maybe his wife wanted him out of town so she can just get dicked down. I don't know. You know, I didn't want to be the guy who said it, so I'm glad you did. Well, but, you're a nice guy, Adam. So, but she, she definitely. <laughs> it sounds like he had far too easy a time going out of town with his female friend. If I can right. just say that, right? That's all I'm gonna say. It was about very it. like, yeah. That's that's what I'm gonna say. I. So the list, the list. So we had this great list up front. Um, a good teaser, a solid honey dicking, if you ask me. Uh, what was the first item on said list? Let's see here. I'm an In-N-Out Burger. You have my bad. That's okay. I uh, I was trying to find the clip where he talks about his vacation. And what are you looking at? I'm looking for the list of right here. There we go. Uh, yeah, we had Lydia. 
Um, next up, he he references his lost cell phone. Yes, which he throws shade at the Uber guy. Yeah, and to his just, background, he he loses his cell phone. He leaves it in an Uber. Yeah, which oopsie. Yeah, um, can't believe you did that. You're a grown man. Whoops. Yeah. Um, and then uh, proceeds to say that like most Uber people would never like return a phone. They're shitty people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was. No, well, I think it was more along the lines of like this guy was the exception to the rule. You know, he was a gentleman. He was a scholar. Yes, this was an, the Uber driver that they have in all the commercials. Yep, this was the Uber driver they pulled right after uh, um. Uber and Lyft got in trouble for sexual harassment. Right. And and he was the poster child of that campaign. Yeah. He's actually neutered. So he like uh-huh. has no sexual yep. desire. Just one just way or the other. Absolutely asexual. Um probably kind of, you know, probably kind of also looks kind of on that line. Yeah. You know. Uh could go either way, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, yeah, really just not a great light to cast Uber drivers in a whole under you know it was a it was a a rough assessment um he gets his phone back and um talks about how it could have ruined his whole vacation um so oh, yeah. also we we just should in case our viewers are kind of wondering like they haven't addressed like something on that list uh, he does mention crystalia we're getting to it we'll get to it yeah we'll, we'll get to his opinions on crystal you heard him say crystalia we're not acting like it didn't happen uh, we're just kind of treating it the same way he did, um, like it was a non-issue. But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> um, yep. And then next, In and Out Burger and Big Lebowski. You one and the same. One. In, it, the only two reason- tags. One and the same. Yeah. Um, didn't really have anything to do with the Big Lebowski. Not even the most prominently featured. He, all he did was go to a fucking In-N-Out burger. I'm yeah. just going to say it. And he, he obviously makes a joke about it taking a long time. He waits in line for 45 minutes while Lydia's at a previous engagement. Not He's not going to go into that. Um, that yeah, he he's not going to go into that. Um, but um, okay, so but then he gets his In-N-Out burger. One can only assume burgers. And then, <laughs> then goes back to the hotel, sees Lydia, and is just like, yeah, waited in line for 45 minutes. She's like, I'm hungry. And it's just like, oh, I'm going to go wait in line with you. I'll just go ahead and wait in line with you again. Even though this was a big enough problem for me to mention it on my podcast, how long it took in and out yeah. burger. But that was even another thing. He was but like, he was happy you to do what? that. You know what? I'm not surprised. You know, it's okay. They're very popular. But yeah. I mean, it took for fucking ever. Yeah. Like, dude, get a service job. Just but, get I mean, one service job. It's Yeah. At least it's something that like he wanted to do. Unlike when he was there, he talks about when he was there on his honeymoon and he didn't like really have that much fun. As, fun, as much fun as, well, not fun, but. He just had a better time with Lydia. Well, he had a better time with Lydia, uh, as he mentions a number of times in the podcast, and and really more than anything else, uh, it it was kind of red flag number two to the fact that his wife may or may not have scripted, orchestrated, and planned every last second of their honeymoon. Yeah, um, I, I'm not gonna lie, I would uh, listen to an episode. Or listen to a podcast by his wife. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know uh, her I'd, side of things. I'd like to know, you know, kind of the bigger picture there. Um, I don't next think we up, got it from we him. have Dodger Stadium. So he just goes to the game. It's yeah, cool. He went to a went to a baseball game. Oh, this is all done because the Dodgers won the World Series. So it's like he's telling his time about you know 
how he yeah how he was involved yep how he contributed to the world series classic sports guy move yep um and he gets a souvenir ball yep just just happened to catch a souvenir ball and it's just like he was too wishy-washy for me on like when he gave it to the kid he's like yeah the kid didn't even say thank you Either just say gave it to the kid or just like insult. Like, you know, kind of go after that. Like, he's probably a dick kid. Like, kids out there, there are so many fucking dick kids out there. Yeah. You know, didn't say thank you. He just gave that bait. Like, kind of a probably piece of shit kid, you know? I wouldn't have been that kid, Up, upper, you know? Upper, upper class, entitled. Yeah, yeah. Had everything handed to him, in, including souvenir baseballs. Yeah, don't don't be afraid to take a shot at a kid or two, Ian. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Uh, to quote Letter Kenny, I don't give a shit about your kids. Yeah. Um... And and a lot of them are kind of dickheads. No, it's it's true. Yeah. So that one he he kind of made. And he good does. On. He obviously. made good on that. Yeah. He made good on that teaser. Uh, Dodger yeah. Dodger Stadium. Yeah. So, so uh, souvenir ball. Yeah. Does mention how he uh, he gave it to the kid. <clears throat> he wishes, in retrospect, like it tortures him at night that he didn't give it to Lydia. Yep. Yeah. And I think, I think he thinks maybe that would have been the last straw, the one that breaks the camel's yeah. back, so to speak. That's. That's the final brick in the pyramid that gets him in. Yeah, yeah. As a good friend, as being a good friend, it gets him to that like best friend status. Is what we're talking about, right? for sure. Yep. Um, next up, we have Pulp Fiction. Okay. Yeah. So he's just he runs line. He meets this guy somewhere who's like dressed as Sam Jackson. Oh no, wait. I'm thinking Sam Jackson, but I don't think it's Sam. Is it Sam Jackson? I think it was Sam Jackson. Okay. Sam Jackson's character in Pulp Fiction. Yep. And he runs lines with him and the guy's like amazed by him that he like knew these lines and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, he paid the, he paid the dude five bucks for a photo. Does kind of mention, he seems like he, he wasn't happy with the guy asking for the five bucks for the photo. Well, I mean, he did lines with him, you know? Yeah. Okay. He helped. He helped craft a performance. He was instrumental. Yeah, maybe the guy should have paid him. That's what I was thinking. Cut yeah. him in. Yeah, you know, start working the block. <laughs> he actually did offer to run more lines. The guy's like, nah, I'm good. I'm fine. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it really quickly goes from, uh, man, I've been out here all day and nobody's <laughs> noticed me once. Yeah. To, no, dude, we're cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get five bucks though? Yeah, for real. Um. But you know, seems like a nice thing to do. Uh, but it is it is also ironic that he lists Big Lebowski and Pulp Fiction. I mean, those are I would say Big Lebowski is what in your top three five Pulp Fiction's in my top three five for sure, and then vice versa the others in like our top ten. So both think, like two of our favorite movies. I think that could be said for just about anybody though. Yeah, I guess it's got generational boundaries on it for sure. But I think we're at the the precipice too. It's just like. Once you start getting to people born after 95. Our demo. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, Walk of Fame. I don't know. Not much to say there. I think they went to the Walk of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Lady wanted to go there, so we got to go there. Well, you know, you do you do what your... Uh, what's the word for not sexual? Um, he said, um, you do your, no, just like a friend. You do your, you do your, your, your buddy a favor. That wasn't the word I was looking for. You really think I couldn't find the word <laughs> buddy? <laughs> I didn't, you know, that's true. Uh, uh, pal. 
All right, we can move on. <laughs> um, then he says Jeff Ross, Neil Brennan. Com- uh, so I, I think I don't. He saw Neil Brennan on stage, I guess. He saw Neil Brennan perform. And I then, think he saw the back of Neil Brennan's head from across yeah. the room. Then Jeff Ross as on he stage. was walking out the door, right, on a television screen. Yes, Jeff Ross was on stage. And a huge. What's his name again? Ian. Ian Strong. Ian Strong. Yeah, because it's dude. The, okay. Yeah. Ian so, Strong. Strong hairline. Strong hairlines with Ian Strong. Yeah. Strong. Strongish words. Strong words. Yeah. Uh, Ian Strong gets on stage at the comedy store? Yeah. What? <laughs> Dodger Dog? Yeah, I feel like we missed... Like, Oh, we missed Dodger Dog. We did. All right, he ate a Dodger Dog at Dodger. He ate a Dodger Dog. Not much to miss. He does eat several... He, there's three distinct trips. There's the the Dodger Dog, the In-N-Out, and then the Pink's Bacon Hot Dog Burrito. In-N-Out's two trips, so we're at four now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just, yeah, that he really goes into. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't the have the pink's it. bacon hot dog burrito. He says it like had a little bit too much grease for him. So a little too greasy. Um, surprising. You would think, you yeah. know, well, I don't even yeah. know. No. Oh. What does this guy Do- look like? Well, he, I mean, I, the only reason I ask is because he's consumed a high number of calories. Uh, during this trip, he's uh, we'll just say he's like a Seth Rogen type. Okay, yeah. So he's like a um, buxom like a Kevin Kevin James. Yeah, fairly buxom, a larger a larger lad, larger laddie. Makes you funny though when you're when you're big. It does. Makes you a funny target. Yes, which, which Whoa, leads us leads in. us into Jeff Ross. You know, okay. So Jeff Ross is up on <clears> stage. <throat> he's like, I'm not gonna do stand up. I'm just gonna roast people. What Jeff Ross is known for? Right. That's his job. And you know Jeff Ross is looking out into the audience, and he just sees like an 80-mile-an-hour fastball sitting there. Just that's going to go right down that he can just knock out for a home run. He's like, you, get up on stage. (laughs) I'm talking about Ian Strong. He sees Ian Strong, and he's like, I'm going to roast the fuck out of this guy. So he didn't get up on a set. It was just a... Yeah. He gets up on stage to get roasted. Uh Uh-huh. That's him... Ian Strong gets on stage at the comedy store to get roasted by Jeff Ross. You've been honey dicked. Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, still, it could have it could have been like he just like walked across the stage like after the show. To his credit, I will say that he didn't uh, like everyone else mentioned in the story up until this point. He didn't disparage Jeff Ross. No, very much. You know, he. Uh, no, I mean he's very complimentary. Jeff Ross is a legend, but at the and, same time, he but didn't he also, share any of the jokes. But he, well, no, he did. He he said that like you know he looked like a uh, twenty seven year or uh, he looked like he'd been playing guitar in his mom's basement for twenty seven years. Was that one of them or twenty years? Yeah, and of course, or like fifteen years or whatever. Um, and that's when like he leans forward and says twenty years actually or something like that. And that's when he per per Ian Strong Ian Strong got the biggest laugh. Um, of that Jeff Ross said with, with that line. So, what a good credit to just, have. Just crushed, and that's when he was like, "Get off stage." And Jeff Ross was like, "Get off stage, you're firing me." But I'm paraphrasing, and um, yeah, safe to assume he said he was funnier than him. I mean, thought at least. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing his thoughts. I gotta say, I mean, from the the extensive lore to this trip, yeah, he either must be one of the most like 
prolific human beings yeah. or this was like a three-week trip to LA. No, it's like two days, bro. Two days. He gets around. Packed. And you know, so after after the, the comedy store, he gets, God, my life's so boring, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. This guy's just got it all going on. Yeah. Just got it all going on. Pretty, all right. Pretty, Sorry. No, you're good. I just got up my head a little bit about how incredible that is. Um. Yeah, back to back to earth now. Chris D'Elia. He's just after, so after, busy, though. After, you know? Oh, man. He he's is, just so busy. He, he, he stays on it. Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia. So he sees Chris D'Elia after the show, right? Now, didn't something just happen with Chris D'Elia? Like, uh, I, he I, was like... Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch Chris D'Elia. You know, we're in the holiday season right now. What is it with like a 29 and a half foot pole? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't... Only thing I'd, yeah, yeah, his and Crystalia wouldn't want to have anything to do with me either because you know you're way too old. Wait, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's easy joke. It's there. You're way too old. Yeah, he's not a good guy. He doesn't seem like a good guy. Crystalia, yeah, Crystalia. Ian Strong seems like actually a stand-up guy. Solid dude. Yep, solid dude. Except for his opinions on Crystalia being one of his current favorite comedians. Now he really has to clarify that because. I want I, it, it did sound like he today at this moment, 2020, approaching 2021, that Chris Lee is like one of his favorite comedians, which I wouldn't put that out there anywhere. I um, wouldn't. Yeah. But maybe he was saying cat that. Yeah. If that were the case, it's not maybe maybe at the time he was one of his favorite. I'm, I'm hoping that it was like at that time because that was a favorite. story that was about he told 2017. It was about 2017. Now, is this. Does this whole trip go down in 2017? Yes. Okay. So. So it is. Yeah. So we've seen him pre this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't, like, I would just choose. Maybe, you know what? I'm going to give Ian the benefit of the doubt. Maybe yeah. he just, he just hasn't been paying attention to the tabloids or. Yeah. Or the, the news or the internet. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to just. I the just comedy community. I wouldn't want to brag you know, about he, brightening his day. He's just outside of the mix enough to not have heard that Crystalia is a uh, social pariah number one. Yeah. We're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. All right. I, I like that. You know, there's nothing in the episode that leads me not to believe that too. Yeah. So no, it likes, seems like a good guy. Yeah. I mean, he, he does have some. Likes baseball a little. Like, likes know. baseball a lot. He's Although, got some bad fun. views. He's got some tough views to think... get in line with when it comes to Uber drivers. Yeah. Got a hard time getting in line there. Um, I think a roundtable debate would be fun if we had like a football representative, a basketball representative, or just maybe like a football versus baseball, like argue which sport is better, you know? Yeah. I think that'd be interesting. So if, you know, he ever wanted to. Yeah, that. if he wants to come on. Yeah. No reason we can't be great friends going forward. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so do you want to give it an overall rating? Overall rating. Yeah. What What are the metrics going to be? Um, I mean, actually, he had really good. We, we didn't mention this enough. Amazing production value. His production value, impeccable, mm-hmm. crisp sounds, nice little like shot, glass, diaries. Yeah. No, the intros, the outros, all, uh, you know. All high quality. Yes. Um, better than anything we could muster. Exactly. For sure. So we got to give him props there. Uh, good album art. Good art. Good artwork. Uh, also great teasers. You know, yeah. I mean, just phenomenal. Uh, even if they didn't, you know, 
play out and pay off in the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do we, so do we want to do it like out of 10? What are we doing? We doing like a Michelin star rating, like out of four? Well, you know what? Being that we're named best in cast, why don't we just base it off of the AKC dog show? Oh, the American Kennel Club? Yeah, that one. Okay. The American Kennel Club requires the dog to obtain a total of 15 points with two major wins to become a champion. The majors must be won under different judges, and at least one judge must award some remaining points. So you'll need to okay. win under at least three different judges. I don't All right, know. we'll just do that 15 points. Then. Yeah, sounds 15, good. 15 points sounds good. Yeah, that's American complicated Club, Best in cast. They got a lot going on here. I mean, I think we might need to do an episode about uh, how rigged this system looks. <laughs> right. Anyway. Uh, 15 points then. So, well, it was a good looking bitch. So, it was a good looking, wise. yeah. It wasn't, this bitch was I good was, looking. For for an amateur podcast, I was, I think he pulls at least 15 points for production value alone. I mean, five points exactly. for production value alone. Yep. Gets a solid five he out gets, of five. He gets the full there. Yep. The full five. Um, so, like, topics and structure, good structure. Structure and delivery. Structure Topic, and delivery. structure are together. Yep. And then delivery would be the the next the, the okay. second five point uh category. delivery and comedy. Delivery and delivery is comedy, my friend. Okay, okay. <laughs> um all right, so knowing that, like four four and a half on that, and then like three. I don't, like I'm gonna give them like twelve. Twelve out of fifteen. Eleven and a half. 1175. 11, yes. Okay. Just leaving a little room for the future, I guess. Yeah. That seems that seems smart. Yeah. I like that. Uh okay. So yeah, we're doing five uh for production value. Yeah. We're doing well, structure wise structure wise really depends. Because if he meant to have all those teasers not pay off. Yeah. And if he was just like intentionally honey dicking, mm-hmm. then that's uh that's a high quality honey dick. That's true. On the other hand, if you know, if that wasn't a you know staged cry for outrage, yeah. I we're <laughs> you know we're we're I mean we're we're basement dollar prices is where we're at right if that if that's a phrase yeah. that's a phrase yeah uh, so i'm just gonna split the difference there give them two five okay 2.5 so now we're at seven and a half okay okay and comedy um well we had a lot of fun yeah we did we had a lot of fun listening to it yeah uh we had a lot of fun while we were listening to the podcast yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna give him a. You know what? I think total. Yeah. Ten and a half. Okay. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Yeah. Eleven seven five and ten and a half. I Eleven like seven five and ten and a half. Uh, and then what do we do? Are we gonna aggregate that? Yeah. What would that? That would be like. That'd be like twenty one. Like eleven. Twenty two. Twenty two twenty five. Yeah, so 11.25, 11.125. Okay. 11 and one eighth. So we're giving him an 11 and an eighth? No, because yeah. you... I give him 11.75. Oh, yeah. Well, then you went to fractions like a dipshit. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So, uh, an, an 11 and an eighth. Yep. Well, we got to get into our next one. Yeah. The fellowship of the geeks. Oh, I actually just, you know, quick, quick little t- breather there. I got, I got a piece of trivia for you. Okay. Pretty easy. Um, name a Rolling Stone song. Any Rolling Stones. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, not really a Rolling Stones fan. Yeah. That's rough, man. I can't name a single Rolling Stones song. Can't name one, eh? Could you before then? Nope. I didn't think so. There, I, I, I've been trying to think of what, like, the most overrated musical act of, like, you know. Moves ever, like Jagger. Yeah, moves like Jagger. Moves. Yeah, see, yeah, you know of Mick Jagger. I can name Beatles songs. People put them on that same level. I don't get it. I think they might be the most overrated. That's a good point. Do you want to give a ranking to the Rolling Stones? Mm. I, I can't, though. I haven't heard any of their shit. You should rank the Rolling Stones not having heard any of their shit. And then mm. at the start of this podcast, we can plug something in where it's like, we rank the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Or I'll, I'll 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 listen to a couple of their songs and then get back to you guys next podcast. That sounds good at the intermission. Yeah, but this isn't a podcast about listening to old classic rock overrated songs. yeah music. It's a podcast about other podcasts, and we got the Fellowship of the Geeks up next. And boy oh boy, it's, it's, production value is not quite as good. It's not quite as good. Um, do we have a clip for this one too? Yes. We got permission to play something from these guys. Oh yeah. They were very cool too. Which I think makes, would make. Yeah. Go back to 1991. I had a friend in, um, Richardson high school who went into his classroom other right now. Um, I don't want to go back to what I don't want to go back to, but things I want to talk about. All right. Well, you guys get the picture. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, we ramble sometimes. Yeah. You know, we ramble sometimes. Actually, I love the way this started out. Um, About her railing on the the lead singer. Uh, What was it? Coldplay? No, Pearl Jam. Yeah, Pearl Jam and David Advent. Yeah, about like they, okay. So, I'll give them this. They she she riled up a lot of anger in me, and she got me on her side. Is Liz? I think that yeah, Liz. Um. Uh, about like they just like read one article. I didn't know this story about Pearl Jam. How they had read one article, and about this kid who committed suicide, and you know made a song about it, and blah blah blah. And they asked him to take it down and stuff. I don't know. It just made Pearl Jam sound like a real piece of shit. I don't like Pearl Jam, so now I'm against Pearl Jam. And they wrote a song about a guy who died, killed himself. Yeah, committed suicide. Right. And misnamed a whole bunch of facts and like said stuff in the song that just wasn't true about his life and about mm-hmm. his family. Made his family seem like uh, they were shitty people. Yeah. Um, and apparently Lisa is Lisa really her name? I think it's Liz. Okay, I was going to say, she sounds way too much like Lisa Simpson to actually be named Lisa. <laughs> uh, yeah, she knew the guy. Uh, she went to the same school as him or something like that. Yeah. And made a pretty compelling argument to not listen to Pearl Jam. Yeah. Now, 
She made a lot of arguments. She did. I'm going to, I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm not really sure what that podcast was supposed to be about, but it ended up being, I mean, we're, we're truthful. We're, we're honest. We want to be honest with our, our, our listenership. It ended up being just kind of like one rant after the other by Lisa. Liz. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she talked a lot and it was it's it's a comic podcast and they all seemed like very nice people. And it just they I, did talk about comics a lot. Yeah. I like that. I oh. also I got a side with them on their print versus digital. Yeah. Um I'm a big print comic book kind of person. And I think that the digital there was something in there that you keyed in on, I think. Uh in fact I'm sure you did. One of the hosts mentioned how much they appreciate the smell of a comic book. Yeah. And I got to say, it's real. Yeah, it, would, it touched um, your heart. It adds you to it. it. You know, a big part of experiencing a comic book is the smell along with it, as weird as that is. I agree. So, yeah, um, once they got into it, I was. I like the idea of some of the stuff they did. Um, and like I said, like I said, I want to be honest. It was, what, like an hour and 40 minutes. I probably cumulatively listened to about 40 minutes to an hour of it, you know, skipping throughout. Because it was just, it's it's a little bit, it was a little too inside baseball for me. A little too inside comics, a little too niche almost. They were doing a fantasy casting of a 1960s Avengers with like old time actors that I didn't know. That's where they lost me. Yeah. Um I think if they were just to have done that with like the eighties and nineties. No, I think one of the hosts on this show, uh, he didn't quite get it. I think, yeah. I don't know if he was a guest. I don't know if he's a host. I do know that no matter what they need to explain to him, what a podcast is, Mm -hmm. uh, how it's consumed and by whom it's consumed. Um, well, it's funny because he kept like, they, they were like trying to draft the best movie, I guess, but he kept drafting people. And then talking about how shitty they were. How and terrible how- they were. He's like, and then they asked him, like, are you making a joke, Avengers? And then and he was, like, he was no. like, no, no, this is just, they're just all shit. I think, <laughs> I think he was just trying to, like, make the most realistic movie for back then. He's like, this is, like, who they would actually be able to get. So <laughs> I feel like he's just, he's just so analytical. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, not the best. I liked the idea of, of mm-hmm. that draft for sure. Uh, but maybe not the best time. Like if, if you were able to do it in the eighties and, and people knew more, like you were able to do like Michael J. Fox as, you know, Spider-Man or some shit like that. The eighties or do like, uh, like if you were going to do the Avengers, like the younger version of them, you know, like if they got their powers and like a yeah. teen Titans kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, do that. Keep it current. Yeah. Um, because I did not know a single, oh, dude, we a single person that they, they mentioned. That that would be actually a good clickbait. Would be um, casting the Avengers with casting a young version of the Avengers with all TikTok stars. <laughs> See, it right? would work. Yeah, yeah, you could do or YouTube personalities, TikTok stars, and YouTube personalities. Which one did Logan Paul get picked for? Thor, right? Yeah, or Captain America, but Thor. Which one's the one who? Uh, Logan Paul's the bigger the... one. Jake yeah. Paul's. Jake Logan Paul Paul's just... got to be Thor, and Jake Paul's got to be Captain America. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't hate it. Do not hate it. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have a ton, honestly, to say on this one. There wasn't, you know, much else. The production value wasn't as good. I will say though, if you're in the market for a podcast about comics and print comics and comics as like media as opposed to the Avengers movies and that kind of shit, uh, this is a a good podcast. Yeah. Man, it was like this, like maybe we should have reviewed their their most the one that just came out this Sunday because they they discussed the nineteen sixty five animated short and I'm already like, oh, I don't know anything about this, but it's Charlie Brown Christmas. Like, okay, there's one everybody knows. Yeah. So you know, go check that out. Um, but yeah, they are on episode two hundred and thirty-five. So you know, go go pick and see which ones. This is kind of one of those things where it might might be like the topic that interests you. And if you're like a casual, uh, like modern nerd, yeah, this isn't for you. No, this is you know if you if you claim to be a comic book nerd because you've seen all the Avengers movies, no, 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 skip it. Yes. If you have a favorite comic book shop, yes, that you visit your, regularly, this is your podcast. If yeah. if a comic book shop um, has comics that they put away for you, put over to the side, yeah, because you got them on like order or whatever, they know when the new one of this comes in. And no hate because I do exactly. You know what I mean? I get it. I don't have anything negative to say about that. No, but this is definitely for that demo, not the uh... not the not the light crowd. Correct. Not the cinema fans. Exactly. Not like me. Not like you. Yeah. I'm very surface level comic book fan. I mean, you could have stopped at surface level. But <laughs> you are, indeed. They uh, they also did mention that a lot of fun stuff was going on in the indie indie world. I like that. I as far as comic wholeheartedly goes. agree. Image Comics, um, way better than, for sure, DC at this point at writing content. And I like how they brought up the point that I just I honestly feel like they just need a little bit more structure and organization. They do. They if need they had, a taskmaster in there. Yeah. You know, to just whip them into shape. Yeah. Because I, I liked how they talked about um, when, like, exp- explain what you mean by having to rehash the whole, the same old storylines when they're talking about, like, Marvel. It's like Marvel's constantly doing the same stuff with Thor and Captain America, and they just have to, like, revamp it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, just... Explain like why they have to do that. I don't know. I just I found it interesting though. There were certain parts uh, that could have been expanded on more. We could have kept the episode the same length, you know, and maybe just cut back on some ranting and raving, and then from there, you know, you got a good, got a good quality episode. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I mean, I feel like that was that was brisk. Well, the thing is, honestly, I mean, they didn't list everything out that they t- talked about. So we were being able to go through it like we were Ian Strong's. That's true. Also, theirs was m- more meandering. It was a little more freeform, kind of like this one. Yeah. I didn't hate it. No. I'm um, ready to I'm ready to give it a ranking if you are. Yeah. Um production not as good. Production, I'm 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 thinking maybe two of five. Yeah. Two of five. We're in that lower fifty percent, but you know we're not scraping the the floor for yeah. bubble gum. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a ten. Total. Yeah. Ten total. Ten total. Okay. 
<clears throat> I'm honestly going to give this one an 11. Okay. I, like I liked the subject matter. Oh, yeah. Um, where they lost their most points was in that topic structure yeah. category for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, but it is just really hard to be on the you know, comedy and uh, interest side, you know, in that category number three, yeah, delivery and comedy. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard to talk about these things and be uh, funny. Yeah. And inclusive with, with, so I, for that purpose, I, I'm scoring them highly there because I am their target market. Exactly. And I think that, that they did, they did a really good job with what they had. Um, Especially yeah. when you got a dinosaur for a host. I mean, that can't be easy. It seems like something that like uh, like the Kevin Smith audience, you know? Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Look at that reference I pulled up. Kevin Smith. That's pretty good. He's like he's a, a nerd guy. Mm-hmm. We've talked about him twice now. No, yeah, because of clerks. Because of clerks. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to discuss before we wrap up? Anything on your mind? I think for our next episode, um, we should review. Unless, do you have anything planned for the next episode? No, I mean, oh yeah, we got to review some stuff next episode. I don't have anything planned. Maybe just a little Christmas movie talk. Christmas movie. Um, but that's like intermission. I listened to the Whistleblowers podcast. Oh yeah, maybe we give like a series uh, preview or something. Yeah. Kind of a, not even a summary, yeah. but a review. review. Yeah, a review. That's what we do here. Yeah. Well, I don't want to spoil anything on that one either. We're not going to. That's okay. that's what we won't do. Yeah. A, kind of a, a review slash preview on that one. Mm-hmm. And that'll be like a different, that'll be in our segment, our, uh, our series segment. Yeah. A, uh, a best series. We'll figure out a name for it. It'll be fire. Mm-hmm. Serialized podcasts. Ooh, serialized segments. That's more of yeah, just a description. Yeah. What I what I said. That's not great. Yeah, we'll get there. Well, we'll be back. Exactly. Find us here and and everywhere podcasts are are found. Are found. Absolutely. Best in cast. Stay Thanks for tuned. tuning in.